First Samuel, the 30th chapter, 3, 6, and 8. But um, you all know it as David going to Ziglag. I want to concentrate on the third verse. It said, when David and his men came to Ziglag, they found it, destroyed it by fire. And their wives and sons and daughters were taken captives. So when David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength to weep, how many know they were going through it? The sixth verse says, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking about stoning him. Each one of those bitter and sweet because of his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself, saints. Then David said to Abathar, the priest, bring me the ephod. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue? And God says, pursue. Father God, we thank you for this word. We actually bless it in these brief fleeting moments. Hide us behind the cross. Speak in our ear. We tell them over here. Oh God, speak in, let our mouths be lips of clay. And God, we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God for my cousin Carolyn out there too. Uh-huh. I want to talk to you about victory in a losing season. Somebody say victory in a losing season. Come on, say it again. Say it. victory in a losing season. One more time. Say victory in a losing season. I want to talk to you because this is the season of victory, but yet we've suffered great loss. It is a dichotomy season. But I want to talk to you because losing builds character. It shows you who you are, and it shows you who's around you. Um, when I was playing basketball, you know, when we went to the local park, you roll with your five, you, you, if you lose, you just didn't play, it was playing. You just didn't go team to team just to get a victory. It's the difference between the 70s, 80s guys versus now because people are chasing a ring instead of ch chasing character. Losing teaches you what winning can't. It's easy to win and be successful at the top, but it's quite challenging to lose when everybody's watching you. It was easy for me at the age of 14 and 16, being national AAU MVPs, going to five-star, being MVP, holding South Haven School's records in basketball to this day. It was easy for me to be an all-star, all-state and all-American basketball player. I did it with grace. I averaged 32.5 points a game and only played three quarters. It was easy, but it got difficult when I went to Central Michigan University and my coach, Coach Keith Danbrock, used the N-word and all our whole entire team was dismantled and they blackballed us out of there. And from Central Michigan and being recruited from over 400 schools, I found myself in the dope house selling dope two years later. Not because I never knew how to win, but I didn't know how to lose. And when you don't know how to lose, you chase after things that you don't deserve in that particular season. When you don't know how to lose, you may end up a thief, a drug dealer, a prostitute, because you're trying to keep up with this euphoria that I am a winner. 
but every winner must learn how to lose. And so I begin, to, as God began to transition my life, playing basketball, Pastor Charles, and traveling to Israel, went to Argentina, went to a team, Argentina Queens, and when I went there, the team went bankrupt. So for a season, I was mad at God. Went to Tel Aviv, Maccabi, Rehoboth, and played, averaged 28 points, and they told me, we got to release you. Because when God's hand is on your life, your season of winning in the world is only temporary. Because the blessing of the Lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow to it. And so God said, if I allow you to play in the NBA, if I allow you to do this, you're going to have a family. You won't see your children because you're living like a riotous boy that I did not raise. So he snatched basketball away from me. Going from 250 pounds with a 42-inch vertical, end up 300 to 400 pounds eating and drinking and riotous living every day. Grandfather's a bishop, mama's a praying warrior, but yet I'm in the streets of Chicago banging and doing things I should not do. See, this message is just not for those that's in here because many of you are parents and grandparents. You're successful, but your spirit is troubled because your children seem to be losing right now. But I come to tell you, be not weary in well-doing. Oh, I was losing for a season, but I had a praying mama that was winning all the time. I wish I had a praying church. And when you got somebody to pray for you, come hell or high water, he says, no weapons. Tell your neighbor, don't stop praying for your baby. You defend your child. And so... I wanted to pursue it and I got angry with God. I got mad at church folk. Men of the Lawrence gonna have a real talk later because we can understand God took us out to bring us back in so we can talk to a generation that no one else can minister to. I'm not ashamed of my testimony. I went to court, I went to prison, I went to federal prison, but today I stand felony free, y'all ain't saying that. They exonerated my whole record. The governor, y'all ain't saying that. When God is for you and I can't stand on this national stage and forget where I've come from, I come to talk to a thousand of you. If he did it for our family, he's gonna do it for your child too. They may be like, like they on drugs now, but keep on praying. They may be smoking weed, but keep on praying. They may be listening to crazy music, but keep on praying. God says the prayers of the righteous. Don't tell me what God can't do. I had a prayer grandma. Touch your neighbor and say, be encouraged. It may look like you're losing, but you're winning. Watch this, sit down, I'm almost through. You're not a loser because you lost. Losing is one of the most embarrassing things that ever could ever happen to you. People are looking at West saying, what are they gonna do now? How many people, let's count the people in there. Well, West Angeles is better than most on their bad day. I don't understand the psychotic of jealousy and envy. People are watching you, wanting you to lose. But when God blesses you, I can't get no help in this place. I hear God say, let God arise and my enemies be scattered. 
He says, great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. This is a giant slayer. Anybody can preach out of church like this on the block, El Crenshaw, y'all ain't saying in front of blood territory. You know he got some Holy Ghost gangster in him. You know some angels is with him. You know God is with him. Look at your neighbor and say, put some respect on Bishop Blake's name. Period. I'm talking to the young folks. David was used to winning. Five stones, kill Goliath. Used to winning. Kill lion, tigers, and bears. Used to winning. But one day, he finds themselves in a losing season. And he asks a question, should I pursue? And he says, you're going to recover all. And we've been preaching this. And when I have preached it, and I've been not really homiletical, eschatically inclined, I said, the saints is going to recover all. But the truth of the matter is, saints, I did wrong. Some things you're not going to recover. Oh, my God. I know it's full of ambiguity. That's a dichotomy. But there's some things you're not going to recover. If you don't believe it, go try to put on your prime dress. Let it go. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Yeah, tell somebody, let some things go. But we have a hope. Saints have left us in this COVID-19 without saying goodbye. So the unthinkable happened. God chose this servant man. And he told Samuel, man looks at the outward appropriate, but it's man that looks at the heart. He was not invited to the consecration. He's anointed by Samuel. He is the future king. He's the forefather of Christ. But he was stricken by calamity. How would David recover all of this? Bad situation breeds discouragement. After a close call was King Saul. He loved Saul with all his might, soul, and body. But Saul got jealous of him because the women sung the wrong songs. And when they sung the wrong song, he said, I'm going to kill that boy David. Instead of David running to God, he ran to the land of his enemies. That's what's wrong with the church. We got to stop running to the world. We got to be the light to the world. The world doesn't have our answers. Okay, can I tell y'all something? You all stop preaching people's sin and just preach Jesus. Stop making people a spectacle because they don't have your sinful proclivities. If you preach Jesus and him crucified, that's all I need. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. You don't have to tell nobody alcoholic, they're gay, they just all that. You just preach Jesus. Don't give me nothing else but Jesus. Tell somebody, don't give me nothing else but Jesus. So David struggled with losing for a short season. And he went to the enemy's camp because sometimes in distress, you can't think clearly. But I want you to understand, no one teaches us how to recover from a loss. When we grow up, we said, I want you to graduate. I want you to do this. I want you to go out here and play. I want you to win. But no one teaches us how to respond to a loss. I think one of the greatest point guards Besides Irvin, one of the toughest guards was Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was tough from the west side of Chicago. 
But I think Isaiah messed up when he failed and did not shake Michael's hand when they lost and he walked off the court. Y'all ain't saying that. Because real champions know how to be in good spirit when they win and when they lose. Your character don't change because you don't have no money right now. Your character don't change because your money is all that. Your character is who you are. And money can't define who you are. I can't get no help in this way. If I got Jesus, that's all I need. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness. I don't care what dark situation you are in. God says in the midst of chaos, opportunities are created. God says the world is chaotic now. People are going crazy within the church. They're mad at people that's getting vaccinated. They're mad at people that's not getting vaccinated. And they said, man of God, what do you have to say? I said, it takes faith to get vaccinated. It takes faith to live without the vaccination. Whatever we do, we need God. But don't you forget, with his stripes, Ooh, we already here. I come to tell you, God don't want you to be afraid. Even though we losing people, I can right now, if I cough in this mic, most of y'all are run out this church. A cough is a dangerous thing right now, but God has not given us the spirit of fear. But power, love. You can't have a sound mind if you're scared. That's why most black folks don't last in horror movies because we too scary. We don't last past five minutes. Uh, so some of you are dealing with the results of a bad decision. Aren't you so glad that Facebook is here? You can look at some old friends, some old pictures and say, what was I thinking about? And so, I want to tell you, saints of God, youth and young adults that's watching me across the nations, what we do in life is a reflection of what we learned. When we were born, we looked like our parents. But when we die, we look like our decisions. We are a reflection of what we learned. And when we die, we're going to look like a, we're not going to look like Bishop Blake. I'm not going to look like my grandfather. I'm going to look like the decisions that I made. But that's why God says today, choose you this day. Whom you willing to serve. Am I talking to anybody that will clap their hands and say, I'm willing to serve the Lord. So David and his men returned from their city burnt to the ground. Their wives, their children abducted and mercy of the polygamy raiders. Their cattle and all their possessions had been stolen. David's life took a dramatic turn because no one taught him how to lose. Satan is the business of stealing things that don't belong to him. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus is a counterpuncher. He said, but I come that you might have life. And that more abundantly. Satan is always trying to rob you of your faith. But that's why Paul makes an asiomatic statement. He says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we must believe that he is. 
And that word he is is he's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Maccabees. He's just, oh my God, he's Jehovah Tiskanu. And if you're from Crenshaw, he's all that in a bag of chips. I wish I was talking about somebody that if you know God, he's the God of your situation. So what David had to do, he had to encourage himself. Look at somebody and say, it's okay to talk to yourself. Just don't answer yourself. And so David was dealing with the making of a king. He was dealing with the breaking of his flesh, the breaking of his will. He was dealing with, etymology presents it as the Shabbat. The Shabbat is what makes you, it's the anointing, oh God, that God was placing on David's life. And so here it is, how David encouraged himself in the Lord. He was standing amongst the ruins. We are standing at loved ones' hospital beds. We are standing looking through the COVID center and can't touch our loved ones. But David talked to himself. Uh, he said, Lord, if you did it before, you can do it again. Do I have anybody in this place that's gone through a situation and you can say to yourself, Lord, if you did it before, you can do it again. You're the same God right now, the same God back then. And so David encouraged himself. Uh, elbow your neighbor and say, wake up, it's going to be all right. Because one thing David realized, that God is in control of all of our needs. Many times it seems impossible to imagine our trials have purpose. Uh, somebody say purpose. That's why the Bible declares we know that all things work together for them that love God and to the call of his purpose. And so I thank God my mama prayed for me. I thank God my wife prayed for me. But one thing I love the most that Jesus prayed for me. One thing I know that the church is not talking about, uh, that our presiding bishop did a feasible study and he realized that 50% of saints did not have the Holy Ghost. And that's why we carry out the way we do. And I want to serve notice if you have the Holy Ghost, it'll give you power to learn how to lose. Because you understand when you're losing, it's only temporary. Because he said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. So God says, you're not a loser. Only time you become a loser is when you quit. And God says, quitting is not an option. Can I talk to you in this place? Look at somebody and say, wake up, let's have church. Because what God is getting ready to do, he's getting ready to shift this room. Because some of you are so concerned, uh, how am I going to bring my child out? Uh, I would write a $2 million check just to have my child drug free. Uh, but I come to tell some of y'all, it's not by might, no, by pow but power, but it's by my spirit, serve the Lord. The thing that you're dealing with, you can't really counsel it out, even though counseling is good. But what God's saying in this hour, you got to learn to pray it out. Am I talking to anybody in this place? Well, I don't want to hold you long. I've been up here 17 minutes. Uh, and so let me get out your way. And the Bible says that when Samuel went to David before he was king, 
he anointed him to go and keep the sheep. Despise not the day of small beginnings. The thing that you're doing small is going to teach you how to win later. And that's why God says don't cheat. Do, I used to do suicides and I used to cheat. And every time I cheat, it'll show up in the fourth quarter in a game. Because when you cheat, you're only cheating yourself. But God told me to tell West Angeles and the entire world that God is getting ready to cause you to win in a losing season. There's people dying of the COVID-19. And I'm not a false prophet. I come to tell you, if you do get COVID-19, I decree and declare that nobody in this church should die because he was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, I dare you to elbow your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are healed. Give me some drums and let's have real church. Is there anybody in this place? God told me to tell you, remember your promise. Faith was rekindled in David's heart because David is a man after God's own heart. Is there anybody in this place? You've got to understand what God is getting ready to do. I've never seen so many scary saints in my life. 30 years ago, the saints used to say, if I die, let me die in the army of the Lord because the saints was preparing their place to go to heaven. The saints knew to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. So whatever you go through, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you live, you're going to win. But tell them if you die, you're going to win. To be absent from this body, to be present with the law and so what happens David had to reach down to what his grandmother taught him because David said since a child I knew the word is there anybody in this place teach your children the word it's not the school responsibility to teach your child how to pray it's not the school responsibility to teach your word how to read it's your responsibility he said train up a child in the way he should go and when he get older he won't depart let's go so David said in Psalm 23 everybody quote it but you can't quote it if you don't know God you can't quote it if you didn't have an experience but David said the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want is there anybody here is there anybody here he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside the still water. He restored my soul. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I am. Say, Lord, restore my soul. Lord, give me my joy. Yeah. Is there anybody? Is there anybody that can praise God? I dare you to start copying your hands and tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I see you in the future. You look much better. See much better. Pray much better. Do business much better. Proud. Shout much better. Shout. 
I said, God, why did this happen to me? He said, I'm getting ready to allow you to recover from a loss. I said, Lord, put me in front of new. I went with Charlotte Riots. I was on the riot talking in front of the whole Charlotte. Viral video went eight million, eight million people. I said, Lord, I need a newscaster. I need something. I'm just preaching. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of preaching to people. God said, I'm getting you to a place because you're getting ready to receive a fourth generation inheritance. Everything your mom and daddy didn't get. Hit me around the God. Pastor CJ, I want to tell you because you're my big brother. The hand of God says, you and your brother getting ready to walk into generational blessings. It's not your assignment to preach hard. It's not your assignment to be it's not your assignment to be nothing else but you, Charles Edward Blake Jr. Because God has a place for you. Don't let people put pumps on you. I got your back. Don't worry about it. Don't let people put brakes on you all. You are wonderfully in kind, the same blood, but you're different. Why is that important? Because God needs both of you to what he's going to do. Because you're fulfilling some big shoes. And you're going to fulfill them before he, he transitions. Because God told me to come here to speak more life in his body. Y'all hear that? trying to say, how do I get here? See, when God does something, this is God A point, this is God B point. This is God A point people. And so, when God tells you to go to A, it looks like you just walk over here and you're here. God doesn't do that. He allows all you to go way over here. Lord, why am I going this way and it's right there? He allows you to go way over here. You still can see it. Lord, why I'm over here? Ziklag was the place that all of Israel's, when y'all get this, y'all owe God a praise. I got seven minutes, and, you, and I'm done. That'll be 30 minutes. I can do it. Did you hear what I just said? God is strategically playing chess with the saints. This is getting ready to be the greatest time for the saints. 
said, no leaders would have never been in Ziglag unless the Amalekites stole their possessions. When David says, the substratum of recover all is just not David's belongings. I didn't have time to deal with it. They had 600 men, they had to cut them down. God always downsides you before he upgrades you. This ain't time to be spending money and doing all that kind of stuff. Save some money. The God will downsize you before he up. Am I saying about you? So he downsized David and said, now David, you think you got the victory? He said, yes. You should really recover all. And when he said this, all to somebody that needs something in their life, because everybody ain't talking about money in church. Y'all stop that. Get education, work hard, you'll get some money. I didn't come to church to get, tell me how to get money. Y'all ain't saying that. Look at somebody say, work hard, because ain't no checks coming in the mail unless you work for them. We got to get over that season. I'm telling you right now, if you want your family to come out of this, as a prophet of God, lift your hands. Because what's happening is this. The Bible says that David says, you shall surely recover all. Well, if it was David's stuff, all he needed is a couple donkeys and something else. But God says, no, when I said all, I meant all the people that went before you. The Amalekites just didn't start stealing with David. They were generational thieves. And there's some blessings with your name on it that your mothers and forefathers, y'all don't hear me, lift your hands. You all stop thinking Caucasians are the devil and your enemy. That's a lie. God is getting ready to bring all nations and kindreds together. Either you're with us or you're against us. And what's getting ready to happen? The soil of the earth is getting ready to release a harvest to God's people. Every race has benefits but us. But God says, what I'm getting ready to do in this season, I had to hire you to suffer and get to Ziklag. But when you get Ziklag, Martin Luther King stuff gonna be there. Malcolm X stuff gonna be there. Your forefather stuff gonna be there. And you gonna need some help. Look at your neighbor and say, come go with me. I need some help with the blessings that's getting ready to come. I, I can't, you better start praising God. I need some help. I need some extra hands. This ain't enough for what God is gonna, you get ready to have leftovers. And so when I count to three, you gonna give God a one minute dance. Dr. Judy already got it. When you praise God, he's gonna shift your entire family in the next 72 hours. When I count to three, get ready, one, two, three, shout!
the music stopped. I've been obedient. Ain't proven nothing. My assignment is up. What at three people said the blood still acts. Listen. If I be a man of God, I want everybody to point your hands and my assignment is up. You only try to impress when you don't know who you are. If I be a man of God, I speak life. This is a giant. I speak life. I speak life. I don't know, but I asked an angel to go down to his lower back. Pastor Charles, put your hand on your dad's back. Chronic pains that go to his legs. God! Give him more strength. I hear the God said the next seven months he's going to have supernatural strength. He's going to be running in the office. He's going to be doing things. I don't know if you walk two, two miles a day, but God says he's changing and giving you strength as you walk. He's giving them supernatural. If y'all just lift your hands. West say you ain't seen nothing yet. God says another wave of this glory, the Family Life Center, will be paid off. I said paid off in the next five years. Y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. Gang intervention is getting ready to happen. God is getting ready to shake this earth. The earth is imagery. And they want an authentic move of God. People want to go to church and not be bothered how they look and how they dress. Hey God. And God is going to use this general. I hear God said, stop fearing death. Stop fearing death. Worrying about if your income going to be cut off. Worrying about this. Bishop's not here just to pay you. You're here to pay attention to him. And glean wisdom. Don't mess up in this hour. Get to church. The clubs are jumping. How you know, Bishop? My son is there. Some of your children are there. If the club can jump, so can the church. And we're going to pray and we're going to thank God. This is the time for the gift of salvation. Soritorio, if you want Christ to be your Lord and Savior. This is a good time. This is a good church to be. Mr. Blake knows everything that's going on. He sees everything. And the woman of God has sensed a fragrance of prayer and excellence. They see what's going on. Be careful. Don't call them old. Call them age-wise men and women of God. And be careful how you treat them because there's an older lady and gentleman in you. And God is not mocked. 
I didn't do this for money. If I didn't even get a check, I wouldn't care. I'd just go home and smile and say, nah, I preached at West End. It's just like being preached at the forum, Irvin, I do one of these. Oh, you know what I mean. You got to know where you're standing is holy ground. So I decree salvation unto you. If you want to be saved, lift your hands where you are. We, 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 we have wisdom. We're not laying hands and touching. God can come right where you are. We got to have wisdom. Wear your mask. I don't care how much Holy Ghost you have. Wear your mask. You don't want to wear it for you. Wear it for somebody else. So God, I thank you. Will there be one that received Christ? And then online, you can call in. They, they have prayer warriors praying with you. you. Want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? They will pray with you. But right now, we pray for our leader. That he'll have to study war no more. I'm not planning. I'm not a fanatic. I'm not a fan of nobody. Fan means fanatic. I honor people. But Irvin, everything you've done for this man of God, God says, I'm going to do for your siblings. Listen to what I'm telling you. He's going to do something supernatural with your brother. He's going to put him on fire. He's going to be teaching the word of God in sports. He's going to be doing a lot of stuff. He's going to put him on fire. The prayers of you and your mother, God has said, and he said, I'm turning his life. His brother is just like you. I never knew your brother didn't see him. He said, but I'm turning his life around to read. He's getting ready to do gang intervention. He said, every seed you've sown in his life in this church is going to manifest, not just particularly in your life, it's going to manifest in your siblings. Because God says, tell him, just like God heard my mother pray, he's going to do something with each sibling in your life because of your mother's prayers. You're preserved here. We know you. You're preserved here. The reason you preserve here, not just be an entrepreneur and a government, you preserve here because your end days, your decisions will be to the ministry. God has called you to the ministry. It ain't just to the marketplace of the church, the ecclesia. It's to the ecclesia, not the Kirkcon. The local church and building is the Kirkcon. The ecclesia is the entire body of Christ. You will have a voice, and people will come to your house, and you will end up teaching the word of God, said the God. I wish I had a praying church. Father, point your hand toward me. We thank you for our bishop. We thank you for his strength. No weapons formed against him. He will go out in the history books as one of the greatest leaders that stepped away. He didn't lose, he stepped away. So he can enjoy you and his family. And as God is standing here, I feel God a special prayer for your daughter. God says, I'm doing something special for your daughter. I'm causing an inner healing for her, right? I'm not she talking about y'all. I want y'all to pray. Come on, come on. I'm sitting all the way here. I'm praying for a special healing with your whole family. By Thanksgiving, you're going to see love outpour and exemplify before like never before, said God. Everything lawful is not expedient, so I won't speak it. But everything God says he's going to do, he's going to do in your life in Jesus' name. Clap your hands for this beautiful service. Thank you for the opportunity. Bishop and Mayor May from South Haven, Miss Cable Street, that's all. That and came here and went to Charlotte, North Carolina. God gave me excitement to minister to his people. I want to publicly thank my mother. If it weren't for my mother, I would not be here. And my wife. 
who prayed for me in the darkest hours until I was able to recover all. And my Uncle Ricky, who saw them take me away, my aunties. Don't you forget where you come from. And as we leave this place, and not your presence, go home, eat at the table. We don't even eat together no more. Put your games down. Go to the table and say how good looking the preacher was today. Go home and just enjoy family during this time so God can richly bless you. At this time, we're going to ask you to prepare the Lord a seed. And when you, this is the way we're going to ask you to give. Whatever the Lord has laid upon your heart. I don't play games when there's 40 people with $100. The Lord said, well, quite naturally, you know 100 people got $40. I don't play this. I just ask, as the Bible says, and he gives. So when you give today, right when you go out, the receptacles will be there. We're using pre COVID precautions because we don't want anybody and we don't want no bloggers saying everybody's got died at West Angeles. So we're using wisdom. And so when you sow your seed, if you can sow the $100, if you can sow towards the, the Family Life Center, please do so. You see where your money is going. You have nothing to complain about. You see how the people love. If I see in your bank account and see what you spend, I'll show you what you love. And so when you go out today, everybody's standing. And they say, well, what are you doing? What Bishop told me to do. I'm following instructions. Everybody's standing. 